Taking back off some fuck shit, best believe that. Trying to elevate every day so I can be my natural elevated. She prioritizes her health. Ain't worried about no players. These girl men can fix themselves. Light up the stage for the vibes and the wealth. But then I got the things I need. Don't need nobody else. For me, I never let nobody take myself to self. When he kiss my neck, I swear he'll take me somewhere else. Now I got that magic that gon' make my baby melt. But I ain't never seen no one beside myself. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. We're at uh, the new studio location. You're my second guest in this new location, so... That's special. You know what's really special? My guest before you was named Maya as well. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Probably not spelled the same way, though. No, theirs is weird, too, though. It's M-A-I-A-H. What the heck? Like, oh, my yours, God. You have a J in yours. That's like, I do. That's not common, right? No, not really. And that's your birth name, Maya? It is. Okay, interesting. Yeah, is that her birth name, too? Yeah. We should probably collab. I need yes. to go watch the other. Yeah. Oh, Maya Manzer, she's super dope. She just moved to. L- I thought you lived in LA, but you live in Portland. You're just seeing the future projection. Yes, yeah. I am in Portland. So you, so you grew up on Vashon Island. Yeah. And how? When did you move off Vashon Island? Um. So okay, I was born in Portland, moved oh. to Vashon when I was ten, and then lived there until I was like eighteen. So I think we, technically, me and my boyfriend moved to back to Portland in like. 2019 like Dang. right before the pandemic yeah and maya grew up in bend oregon that's so crazy there's just too many oh my like, god uh, either we need a fight or a collab i feel like <laughs> asap so what, what was that like making music and did you make music on vashon like i've been to vashon quite a bit and uh there's not really a big music community there really it's like it's interesting i think it's a lot more like live music and it's like people yeah. that are probably like our parents age mostly um like I, I got to perform a lot, which I think is like gave me a little bit of an upper hand that like some of my musical friends like don't have as much because mm-hmm. like since Vashon was so small, I played all the time and it was always like, oh, we need a youth opener. Like, let's hit up Maya. And so I got to perform and practice that. But as far as like recording and making right. music like or collabing or anything. Was that that community center? What is it? Oh, wait, wait, no, it's called. It's called like O-Tub or something. What is VCA. It? Or there's the O-Space. 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 O-Space is big. VCA is big. Um, yeah. And it was mostly, honestly, I like 
the little bar that's not even there anymore but it was oh. like right in the main town and like people would go Shit, and watch that... live music and stuff fuck what is that fake dairy queen Island Queen? Island Queen. It used to be an actual Dairy Queen though, right? Way before we were around, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Vashon, for people who don't know, it's in the PMW. It's not one of the San Juans, is it? No. But like what is it? Is is that a what is is there a group of islands that yours is called? No. No, it's just Vashon just by itself. Yeah. And you can't there's no like bridge to it or anything. No bridge. It's like one of those you have to take a ferry. Yeah. And it stops after like what last ferry is like one AM or something. So if you're stuck in Seattle, you're fucked. We that happened to us the other day. (laughs) (laughs) We were like at a party and we were like, Oh, I guess we're gonna go to Denny's and fall asleep (laughs) here. On the beach? We like we we uh no, we went to like a Denny's, like in Seattle. What is that beach called right now? to Fauntleroy. I thought it was called Denny something. Is it? I don't know. I don't know, man. My now that I'm in Portland, I like forgot everything about Seattle. Really? Yeah. I thought I Portland's like, like a wannabe Seattle though, right? Kind of. It's like, like a wannabe LA, but really? like climate of Seattle kinda. Yeah. But it's like hip how how's it like a wannabe LA? I feel like it's kinda hipster though. I don't know. It is pretty hipstery. I feel like the it's like maybe I'm just thinking in terms of like prices and like oh. attitude and vibe. Also, I feel like a lot of people who live in Portland now just moved from LA or like Got vice it. versa. Like people are like, I'm moving like 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 me. <laughs> people are like, we're gonna move to LA. It's just kind of like vibe, yeah, like the vibe and like the shops that are starting to come up and yeah. stuff like that too. But it is very Seattle too. And there's that. I think the tax thing is not helpful. Like, you know, there's like no taxes, but then they just increase them how much things cost them. Yeah. So it's like a fake win-win situation. It really is fake. It's fun to like not live in Oregon and then go and be like, oh, wow, I'm going to get this for so much less and then like not have to deal with it. But yeah, working in Oregon, I'm always like, yeah, so many taxes. That's such adult things to be talking about right yeah. now. <laughs> but I wanted to go Growing thrift up. shop. I wanted to go because th- they have Buffalo Exchange in Portland, I think, right? Yeah, they got some good thrifts in Portland. Yeah, but it's just as expensive as like any. Dude, don't be fooled by the vintage stores. That's the <sighs> one thing I'm gonna say. Don't like go thrift shopping and be like, oh, this is a cute vintage store. It's gonna be like million dollars. Yeah, it's gone. I have like a I have BT- PTSD of being in thrift stores for too long. Like when I was growing up, my mom wanted to be in a she, like if we went to a thrift store, it'd be for like six hours. God. Like my mom was looking for those goddamn deals. She was, she was searching. Yeah. I don't have the patience for that. Me I'm neither. always like, I can't find anything, and then I just leave. Like I just look, and if I don't see any, like I don't even have to like open the racks. I'll just like walk past, and if I don't see anything that catches my eye, but one, do you know what Chrome Heart is? No. Do you know? What? No. Chrome Heart is like a super expensive clothing brand. Like, and they're super ugly. There's fucking like crosses on your. Like oh, cross weird. patches, but like all the rappers wear them and the pants go for like $4,000 for a Damn. pair of jeans. And I saw one at um, the Goodwill HQ in in Seattle. Where is that? It's not on Cap Hill. It's, I don't even know what the area of Seattle is. It's the, it's the Goodwill HQ. But yeah. anyways, I saw them. I was like, these are so ugly. So I just, I didn't get them, right? Yeah. And then I'm on my phone and randomly... I get a Chrome Heart ad, even oh though God. I had never <laughs> seen them before in my entire they knew. life. And I was like, what the hell? They're going for like $3,000? But it already gone all the way home. Yeah. And I was like, there might be a chance they're still there. So I drove an hour back to the, the Goodwill and they were <laughs> gone. And I was oh, like, no. fuck. I just, so basically it was a four hour journey of back and forthness for like no reason. And that probably gave you PTSD from your childhood. Yeah. That experience, that yes. four hour yeah. chunk. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, <laughs> it sounds traumatizing. I, now I see Chrome Heart everywhere. Oh my God. It's like the universe is like 
Yeah. Cops. I would never buy them for like they were only going for like 20 bucks too I was like oh yeah whoever runs that goodwill was like these are fucking ugly no one's yes. gonna want these without even knowing probably so wait, how long have you been in Portland now then uh we moved there I think officially in 2019 so oh. I don't know COVID time has fucked everything up but yeah how was that like Portland I went to Portland last year like for the Buffalo Exchange. Yeah. Well, I was, I was driving. Just for the <laughs> Buffalo Exchange. <laughs> I was driving through there for my, my LA tour. I drove to LA, fucking 18 hour nice. drive. That was intense. Yeah. And like most of the shops were closed. Yeah. And there was homeless people like everywhere, right? And like I saw this, I, t- I think I sit on the other podcast too with the other Maya. Oh no. Basically, like I just saw this, like this. This man and this woman were just like brawling oh, in the no. middle of the street. So anytime I think of Portland, I just think of the people brawling. Yeah. And yeah. the Buffalo Exchange being overpriced. But. Yeah. I mean, honestly, accurate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> accurate. I feel like, yeah, there's Portland, even when I was like a literal baby back yeah. in like 2000, there is always like a, I think Portland has like a really high amount of like houses people per capita. Oh, yeah, and then it's just bad. like. But then it's just, um, it's just like increased so much. Like I think the pandemic really displaced like a lot of people, and then the area is just so small. So it's like people don't know where to go, and then yeah, it's like it's gotten so much worse, which is crazy. And then when Chaz and Chop happened in Seattle, it eventually moved, or like the remnants of it moved to uh, Portland. Yeah. So what was that like? Did you hear about Chaz and Chop when you were in Portland, and then a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was weird, though, because, like, I feel like, um, like, I feel like the media made it really big, but, like, living in Portland, and Uh, it probably felt like that in Seattle, too, but you kind of don't really think about it unless you're, like, literally in it or participating. So I kept, like, seeing stuff and, like, seeing news stories, or my, like, I visited my grandparents on the East Coast, and, like, their friends were like, whoa, like, you're from Portland, and I was like, I don't know, life, like... It was going on, but it didn't feel as intense as, like, you'd really? expect So you didn't to. hear any, like, crazy explosions or fucking... You did? You, well, we, like... Sean, you yeah, Sean... protesting out there? Sean pro- oh. protested. I, we, I went to one, but the one that we went to was super peaceful. It was, like, okay. not... It was, like, one of the first ones. Um, but I was, like, working... Uh, through all of them so i would just be like oh i don't know what's going on and then he would tell me some things and i'd be like damn hopefully you're safe and then it kind of just what about like did your any of your jobs get like boarded up with like the windows no so i was working in lake oswego at the time which is like (laughs) lake oswego is like oregon's it's like what Bellevue is to Seattle, oh. Lake Oswego is to Portland. It's like a little bougier, like right on the outskirts, okay. like, you know. So I was working at this um, like vegan burger place inside <laughs> of like a Whole Foods in Lake Oswego. So I was like, did not, you know, just clueless. Uh, but we did like, we'd hang out in downtown and stuff. And yeah. that was crazy to see everything being yeah. boarded up. That's and- a cra- what's, do you, what's the history be- behind Lake Oswego? I, mean, I don't know anything. I just, we live kind of close. And then, yeah, you like drive in and it gives me Bellevue vibes. Okay. Lucky. Except for a little bit worse. No offense. Like when I was in know. school, I didn't realize I was learning like Washington history. Yeah. Like when we talked about like Native Americans. Oh, well, I was definitely. Just, yeah. I was just thinking of just like the world. I never realized like how big the population here. So I'm still like every time I drive somewhere, someone's like, like, I live in Snohomish and like a city that's, I think, 20 minutes away from me is like Sultan. Which I can't go to because I'm black and I'll get fucking lynched there or some no! shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> to be honest. But anyways, like, and it's crazy too because these are like, 
I really, I still don't know. Is hick like a bad word? Because trashy mean, white people, right? We just call them hicks at this point. Yeah. So like, it, Sultan's basically a hick town, right? But Sultan is named after heard. like a native Native American chief, Chief Sultan. So I'm like, how do you go from like yeah. these towns being named after Native Americans, For and then real. it's just like these just like country as fuck towns. For real, yeah. Actually, uh, there were a lot of things about like Oswego being like, yeah, sounds you like know, not, yeah, not being, and it's it's like all white people. But that's that you know, Portland and Seattle yeah. in general is like so white. Everybody is white. Yeah. Um, and I think that actually, right around the election in Lake Oswego, that's where like a lot of the like really racist shit that was getting reported was happening and i oh. remember like driving to work and just being like "Ooh, there are a lot more trump supporters here than yeah. like in downtown portland that are like at least that are open about it and that was always super weird being like whoa this is different yeah the pandemic yeah. i don't know if it exposed because i don't know if those guys are thinking they're being exposed by having their praise they're just like we're here but yeah. like it exposed people to seeing all that stuff yeah. like in their backyard it made it a lot more like it brought it to the forefront and it was a lot yeah. more you know like if you're a white power guy i don't think you can be exposed you're kind of happy with what your your beliefs they right? like want people to know yeah i guess yeah, i mean yeah. probably i feel like if you're embarrassed <laughs> about it that's your first clue that you're probably <laughs> not, not in the right, right. <laughs> like oh i don't want people to know but also yeah yeah i guess that's that's a good point yeah so music, right? So you So music, yeah. So pop star. So you're a pop star. Yeah. <laughs> Actually you have like a song with a million plays. How the fuck that's like yeah. some pop star stuff there. It was, uh, yeah, that was a collab actually with Sean's sister. Um and oh, that was wow. the first song that I had ever like released out into the world. I I've been no like way. singing and writing songs forever, but and like performing a lot, like we talked about. But um yeah, we just like really impulsively Wow. recorded that in my closet that Sean set up like a little recording studio in, in my literal closet and the two of us were just kind of bonding and I was like what if we collabed and then we did that and then um it, the I think the reason that it has so many streams is because I was like on TikTok kind of marketing oh. it yeah TikTok is crazy and this girl um this woman Paula Hernandez had this TikTok that had like a couple thousand views and mm -hmm. it was all about how like positive affirmation music was like changing her entire mindset and mm -hmm. i just commented like hey if you like that type of music like me and my friend just released this song blah 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 and then after i commented that yeah. her tiktok went viral like million streams and so i was like one of the first comments so that got a lot of likes and then she made this big playlist wow. and i was like added me and uh, leah were like added immediately and then that playlist like now has a ton of followers and that kind of is what got it It was just like really lucky and like jeez, yeah marketing and connections and now me and paula are like pretty close are, are they even from where are they are they in she lives i think in the midwest she was oh. out of the country for a little bit but um and she actually really just made a like record label with her fiance uh for like high vibe music with like like spiritual or like uplifting music mm -hmm. and that's where i released um my song butterfly i we, like released that song through them too holy so, shit yeah it's been pretty cool it's like a really random connection but it's been super helpful would you say you're in that lane of like spiritual music or is that just something that like what's a good example you know like how there's rappers that rap about god yeah and then there's christian rappers and those are completely facts different. i would like to be more on the side where I'm like like Ariana Grande or like even like Mac Miller I've been listening to a lot of Mac and like he'll throw in little references and it's like 
he's like talking about the universe and mm-hmm. shit, but he's not like spiritual artist. Right. Or even like Janae Aiko, you know, I think I would like to be like that. Yeah. But I think right now, because of the TikTok playlist, I'm a little bit like in the niche of the like spiritual artist. Mm-hmm. Like I think if you Google me, it's like high vibe artist, which is like is that a totally newer dope. genre though? High yeah, vibe. Isn't I've it never, weird? Right? Yeah. I looked up myself on uh sound facts and it said okay. I was like high vibe artist. Which I'm super yeah. grateful for, like, you know, but I do think I have a lot of other songs. I have some songs about, like, depression and anxiety and, yeah. like, you know, other different things, too. So I definitely hope to expand that a little bit more, but... And that just happens through, like, releasing more music? Or? Yeah, I think so. And okay. just, like, kind of connecting with different types of artists, too, and... um like being compared to to artists mm. who are kind of out of that genre because I think right now it's like there's a solid crew of like a bunch of my friends that I've met mm-hmm. through the music world that are all like high vibe and we're all like these high vibe artists uh, and I love collabing with them but I think it would also be cool to like genre bounce a little bit yeah. and kind of expand but are you into like you know charging crystal type shit <laughs> yes Yes, I am. What does it mean to charge crystals, by the way? I, it depends on the intention behind it, and it depends on the crystal. Wait, but you actually, like, do you put it on a charger or what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, you can do it through, like, fire. Like, you can light, uh, like, incense or okay. sage, not white sage, but you can Oh, well, what was white sage? White sage is, like, a closed practice because it's, like... Uh, Black magic. No, no. Indigenous. It's like uh, close to indigenous people because like white sage is. Yeah. And it's like uh, also kind of an endangered plant as well. So like a lot of companies like like Urban Outfitters or whatever (laughs) will be like sage, buy our sage, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of it's like a capitalist thing. You're not really supposed to use it. They're they're selling white sage. Yeah. Oh, gosh. We got to get we have to. These big corps. I know. (laughs) Capitalism. (laughs) That's also like people will sell crystals and stuff and they'll just be like straight up fake and things like that. Yeah. So support small businesses and don't buy white sage. How do you know if it's a real crystal also? Like you just kinda gotta like be be trained. Also there's like like a diamond thing, you know, like Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And there's kinda some like telltale signs. Like you can kind of feel if like it feels like plastic, it probably is. And like, you know, if you're like getting a really cool chunk of something and it's like really inexpensive like yeah. chances are it's probably fake if you're like at like i said like an urban outfitters or a target or whatever or like a movie theater no, and you like have, have like the 25 cent like yeah. things and like a probably a ring pops real. out or something. but you know what like you know you can find cheap crystal anything works if you okay. if you feel like your little piece of plastic is empowering you then well don't light that though like and there's like carcinogens and like you don't want to breathe no in, you like, don't want to light a rock on fire either. but i thought you, you said you light it on fire it. no oh, i was thinking like a lighter and then you're like that's how you're... no that's dangerous and a fire hazard and probably wouldn't work oh just but like smoke around it you know what i'm saying like you just get put a little smoke bit of, on your crystals get a little incense and then you can like Oh, Smoke I think I understand it, You now. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's called the way charging because you if can you charge said... it up that way. You can put it under water. You can sing to them. You okay. can, yeah, There's you can put it under the full moon or the new moon. There's a lot of different things you can do. But you, you say you're lighting it on fire versus smoking because smoking crystals means something else, right? Smoking. So, oh, no. So, so that's why oh, it's no. called like lighting, like putting fire to a crystal. I just say fire magic, I guess. Oh, yeah. shit. Fire magic. Don't be smoking your crystals also. <laughs> I feel like there's so many disclaimers. 
Yeah. So, but how do you know if it's charged, if it's charged enough? Like, is there like a percentage of this has been charged enough? Or I think it's just about how you feel with it. And I think it's kind of like, again, like the energy you're putting into it. If you're like, yeah, I'm going to charge this up. I think even giving it attention and being like, hey, Crystal, I care about you. Like, you know, it's like taking care of a plant or like taking care of any like belonging that you have. So they have you know, clean my shoes. Like, you know, you got to. So are you are you personifying crystals or what is like personify everything? I'm one of those bitches that's like, I'm a strawberry girl and he's a blueberry and he, you know oh like strawberry shortcake type stuff. What what, what, is, what is it called? What is that girl? Is that the name of that girl? Strawberry girl. The cartoon. Yeah, like strawberry shortcake. Yeah, I just what? I like I feel like I personify like everything. Like I feel Got like it. I kind of like um like at like a, like you know like personalities. I'm like assign okay. like different things. Like I feel like colors too like i'm like oh that person's like this color you know what i mean and is oh, that yeah, person of crystals and that's from growing up in the pnw that if you like grew up in like new york or the midwest do you think you would be as spiritual oh good question my mom and dad were both from the east coast oh they moved they both moved to the pacific northwest they didn't know each other before that but they ended up pretty spiritual so who's to say really? i would i could assume Maybe it wouldn't come as like naturally, but both of my parents for sure, like, wow. yeah, helped out with that. So were you like charging crystals as a kid, or hell yeah? And like, hell did you yeah. have friends who were into that, or you're kind of weird? Yeah, I mean, like my mom and dad and like all of their, it was just kind of a given. It was dad like, charges like, crystals. Yeah, dude, my dad, my dad was such a crystal boy. He was more into crystals than my mom. Crystal boy. He's a crystal boy. Shit. He had his nipples pierced. He had one tiger's eye and one like amethyst or something like that. Oh. I just got, got a tiger's eye. I just got given this the other week. Sean's but Sean's a tiger's eye boy too. It's wow. a good one. It's good, good like wow. masculine crystal for sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. Good. It helps with like courage and leadership and like balancing your wow. energy. Yeah. But I don't charge good. this, or do I? You don't even have to. I think I think it's all about the intent, you know? Like if okay. you're wearing it for style, whatever. You know? Wow. But if you're like, I'm gonna wear this for success, you can Charge it however feels good to you. Okay. You can talk to it. You can be like, hey. help me out. Help me out. Give a little like kiss, you know. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> there you go. And then you're into like astrology stuff too, right? Yeah, that's kind of like my main squeeze uh, in the spiritual world. Are those separate? Or like if you're a charging girl, are you also a charging? I mean, a, a charging girl. Uh, I I think <laughs> I think it all can mesh together. Okay. I feel like yeah, crystal girl. Like I'll see people and like I work at a coffee shop right now. Yeah. If you walk in and you got a little bit of and you got a little bit of like you know maybe like colorful hair and you, maybe some tattoos. Yeah. And you're like order an oat milk latte. Oh. I'm like, what's your sign? You know, like people know oh. that person is probably not going to be like what? You know what I mean? So I think it can all kind of flow together. But I wouldn't say that everybody that has crystals knows about astrology. So what what is the what is the benefits of being like into astrology? Is there any benefits really? I don't really, know or? if there are necessarily benefits. Like that's another thing that I feel like I grew up with, okay. kind of like I just from day one, my parents just kind of like told me as fact. Mm. But I do think it's kind of I'm really into like psychology, and I like mm. getting to know people and kind of observing people and analyzing things like that. And I think that it's, like I said, like with uh, personifying things, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's kind of another way, if you're really into astrology and you like look at all of the planets and like all of the things, I feel like you can kind of understand people in a certain way mm. and it's like pretty fun. Um, do you think people yeah. like use that to like get out of things? Be like, oh, I'm this, that's why I'm a dick. I totally think so. And yeah. I don't think the people that like, 
are really into astrology do that as much. I think it's more people who are like, you know, your sun sign or whatever, which is like, you probably know you, like what you are, like your uh, sign. My it's sign? your sun sign, yeah. Oh, so your main sign is it's what? It's called your sun sign, yeah. Okay. And then you have like every planet in the solar system is like also affects your astrology and they're all like different things. But I get offended when like, I'm not really big into astrology, but I'll say like what my sign is and then people will be like, oh, I hate those people or oh. I've met some of those. Like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. I feel like I don't want to be judged by my sign before you, you even know be. me. If anyone ever does that, they probably don't know that much about astrology because okay. your sun sign plays, your sun sign is like your ego. So oh. it's kind of like the essence of who you are. But then you have your moon, which is like your inside thoughts and like emotions, which people probably don't even know unless they're really close to you. Right. And then you have your rising, which is like first impressions. That's what people will probably assume you are right away. And then like every other planet, oh. like I said, has something. Wait, break down the rising. I don't know much about the rising. Yeah, stuff. your rising sign is um like your first impressions. So like I might look at you and like before really talking to you or getting to know you, I might be like, oh, I think he's a blah, blah, blah. Okay. And that's your rising sign. So it's kind of like the way that you present yourself to the world. And then when people get to know you, they might be like, oh, he's this. Or if people uh, really know you, like your family or your best friends, they might see you more as your moon sign. But can you too. make, can you change your rising sign? Nah, you're born. All of this stuff is like the stuff that you're born with, like the, okay. w the minute you're born and you have to go like to the minute too. Right. Then that's like, it's called your natal chart. But we're like, in this day and age, people can like, change their gender some people want to change their race you know blackface people like want, oh. but well, <laughs> oh no <laughs> but change but, your gender don't change your race <laughs> but but with that do you think there can ever be a time where you can change what your, your I, zodiac stuff is or i is mean that... i want to say no but like i think that i'm also talking a lot about western astrology oh, so like there's, there's vedic astrology which okay. i don't i would love to know know more about because uh those signs are different. So I, and in my like limited knowledge, because it is super limited compared to like what it could be, it's like very westernized. So I, I want to say like, no, you can't change your sign, but who knows, who mm. knows down the line, who knows what like wiser, more spiritual people would say about that. You know? And my grandma would say that if you're like into astrology, then that means you don't believe in God. Do you think those things go hand in hand or there's interesting uh, question? Yeah. I'm not really into religion that much anyways. I think it's kind of funny. And I think it gives people like a sense of community and hope. But totally. I don't really know if I I'm kinda of like we're in a community, we're in fucking artist community. That's what totally. I need right now. So I don't totally I don't know if Creator maybe down the road I'll be into religion, but I don't think so. But. I I don't know. Like I think that you can definitely be both. Personally, I I kind of like I don't I don't believe in like God. I kind of mm. feel like I believe in like everything a little bit. Like I yeah. I hear like different parts of different religions and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I could see that." Like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." And I kind of just more so believe in like the universe, if that yeah. makes sense. So I'm like, "Oh, I trust the universe." And I do feel like a lot of people too who are religious will say like God is within you or whatever. Yeah. And I do agree with like that in some ways like the universe is within you. So like everything that you're believing outwardly yeah i feel like you do possess within yourself so it's kind of like all at once everything mm. all at once sort of thing so just like how with religion some people like will have like a traumatic experience that pushes them into religion 
Can that happen with astrology? I'm sure. I'm sure it can happen. I'm yeah. like, I think that there can be toxic people in every single community. And like, yeah. like what I said earlier too, um, it gets, very, it can get like very westernized yeah. and very like appropriated. And like I said, like, I feel like I'm not even educated about like every section of yeah. spirituality or whatever. There's so much to learn. And I do think that people could feel like pushed out of it if they're like, oh my God, I don't want to hang out with my spiritual friends anymore. They're so... Yeah fake they just like the aesthetic or they're you know categorizing everybody i don't think you should be like ew he's a gemini which i'm a gemini mm -hmm. and i feel like gemini's get a lot of shit but i feel like that whole thing like ew no i don't i don't do this like i think you should be always like yeah open-minded for sure interesting so now that you're in portland have you met like a or made like a whole new group of like friends and artists or Dude, no really it's so sad holy shit i think it's from the pandemic a little bit because yeah. I like got there Sean and I were both just trying to like get get started with school and whatnot and then boom pandemic so yeah. I couldn't really make any friends through that and then um I kind of started hanging out with Gemma more like hitting Gemma up for photo shoots and stuff like that and just the more that that was happening the more I was coming back to Seattle all the time yeah. and I truly feel like I've in the in the recent like years just gotten like a huge community in seattle interesting and like seattle area yeah but i don't know a lot of people in portland because portland's that's only is that four hours away or it's, how it's like two it's like two oh. and a half yeah so that's not too bad of a it's drive. really not that far but it's i think um portland the portland music scene that i've seen so far yeah. has been a lot more like older like people who are like in their 40s really who have like been in the scene since we were like kids or oh, since yeah, we were born yeah, yeah, yeah. and they've just kind of been dominating the scene it's like a lot of like americana and like rock and like indie folk and stuff like that and so i feel like being like a pop star in portland is really challenging shit i want to do a I want to do a tour to Portland and interview the artists. Actually, I should show you a lot of. There's actually really there yeah, is some hook cool, me up because I'm like I'm like help. Where are yeah. you? There's this one guy who's not an artist, but he came across my Instagram feed. His Instagram is my dead dog in me. Have oh my god, of, no! Have you heard of my dead dog in me? No, I haven't. Oh. So this this oh guy god. lives in Portland and he taxidermied his dog, and he like takes Dope. his dog on like adventures and like, does photo shoots and he has like. Crazy massive following off. So I just saw a TikTok <laughs> with a dude with a taxidermy duck that was similar, oh and I I feel like there's I I see the theme. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's it's coming together. Yeah. But so what's the even though you might have not found like a, a community yet in Oregon, what are the people like compared to Washington? Do you feel like it is so interesting because I think if you asked me that question like a couple years ago, yeah. I would have been like. Portland is so much friendlier. The scene is so much more like loving and kind and open. Seattle has this like Seattle freeze, you yeah, know, yeah. where you're like super socially anxious. Now though, yeah. I I think to an extent that's true, but I also think that um I feel like Portland's a little aggressive. Really? You know? Yeah. It's huh. like it's like you were saying with the people brawling yeah, in the yeah, street. Yeah. Like that's kind of the vibe. It's like people are like, "Hey, like I don't know, it's it's definitely different than it was. It right. feels less friendly and a little more like judgy or aggressive but also that's a generalization i might also just say that because i'm kind of one foot out the door to la and spend mm. so much time in seattle so what made you decide to move to portland well i was just it was where i was from like right. when i was baby to 10 and i wanted to be 
uh, off of Vashon because Vashon yeah. was so small and I was like, I want to expand. But I felt a little too scared to move like straight up to LA. And my mom just like was having her baby and I had my other little sister yeah. up there. And then also my boyfriend uh, got into Lewis and Clark. Ooh, so we were kind of like, congrats. oh, cool. We could we could stay together. We could like live together. So it kind of worked out logistically as well. Nice. Yeah. We don't have to touch on it too much. But what is it like to have like siblings so much younger than you? I, it's so interesting. I yeah. uh, I have one sister who's 17. She's my best friend. So she's four and a half years younger than me. And then three-year-old sister, Madrona, she's, she like just turned three. And then my mom just had a baby boy. It's the first boy. Oh and he's gosh. three months. And his name is Desmond. And it's like weird. It's weird, but also really cool at the same time. It's like yeah. practice babies. And I'm getting that like sense of love do you have siblings yeah i don't know are you guys close uh yeah somewhat. are you younger or older or middle i'm uh, i'm middle i literally fucking knew that you were gonna say that that's crazy i was you give middle child uh. energy for sure <laughs> i don't know oh, i don't Lord. know you just i just knew anyway i wish i said that but mm -hmm. um that would have been so cool how cool would it have been if i was like you're the middle child <laughs> um but no so i'm the oldest so me and my first younger sister Issa, have always been so tightly bonded to you yeah. and like my our dad died when i was eight and a half and she was four Dang. and a half so we have this like i feel like we're super like bonded and connected um but then having madrona and desmond be so much younger than us has been like i feel like i'm getting that sense of love that like moms and dads oh. talk about where they're like you don't know love until you have one of your own i feel like i'm getting that practice around with all of my siblings so you feel like probably like protective so protective wow. and so just like full of love for all of my younger siblings i feel like i'm like being the oldest feels so special yeah. i'm like my my babies does it feel like your sibling though or does it feel like I don't know if this sounds weird, but does it feel more like a niece or something or a nephew? Totally, totally. You hit it on the head. Like mm. Issa, my 17-year-old sister, is like my best friend. And then Madrona is like, I feel like I'm her godmother yeah. or something. And then Desmond, yeah, like same thing. Like they, I feel like I'm their auntie or godmother or something like that. Yeah. But it is kind of fun because then they get super excited when they see me and they're like, Maya. Like it to be like the fun one. They're like, Maya yay yeah and like with my boyfriend too like it's it feels like we get that like we get to spoil them and be fun mm. um i in one of my songs on my ep i uh it's like all about how my sisters specifically yeah. i wrote it before my brother was born uh -oh. but i'm gonna make a new one <laughs> i know i know i was thinking about that i was like oh um but my sister Issa and madrona are actually like in the very end they have this little talking portion back yeah. and forth and it's like by far my favorite mm. song because i'm just like my sisters, my babies. So, yeah. uh, does your sister feel sad that you don't live on Vashon anymore? Though, like, has it kind of made them want to leave the nest soon? She, my sister Issa, um, she's about to graduate high school, and I think she already. I think yeah, yeah she misses me, but I don't think she ever had plans on of staying on Vashon. Mm. Like, she wants to be an actress. She's super talented and like fucking gorgeous and so i'm like okay yeah she i just i feel like i just have this inherent knowing that she's probably gonna be famous too yeah so i think i see us both being in la someday oh yeah yeah so i don't think she minds as much and then uh uh nona and desmond don't even know a life where i did really live on fashion Whoa. so yeah. yeah for me i i grew up on mercer island so there's a oh, at I least there's a bridge right yeah. but like i still felt a culture shock once I graduated and uh, 
like I tell people, like even though Mercer Island's super, super fucking white, right? Yeah. But I, I didn't feel like I felt like racism or anything until I left the island. Interesting. Um, so I wonder what it would be like for you living on Vashon when, where, you, where it's literally like an adventure to leave Vashon. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm going over town, you know? Yeah. Like, was that a culture shock at all for you to? When you started leaving more? or I tried to get off island as much as I possibly could when I was mm. younger. Like the minute my mom felt comfortable with me leaving, taking the bus, whatever, yeah. I was like gone. Like I was like, okay. Um, my senior year of high school too, I did running starts. So I was like mm. taking classes at Seattle Central. So I tried to kind of make that not be as much of a thing. Uh, however, I will say like my my boyfriend's from the city and I mm. feel like and also a, like a person of color. And I feel like I have had to learn so much that like Vashon. Yeah, like Vashon, yeah. Vashon shelters you. And it <laughs> definitely they're like ranked the most liberal place like in wow. America or something crazy like that. It was like the most liberal. But we're also literally like ninety nine point nine percent white. Yes. So there's a lot like cr- like fucking crazy. So I think that. There might have been a culture shock that I didn't necessarily notice at the time, but there's definitely, I don't know if this is because I'm an adult or because of just moving into a city, but there's definitely been a lot of like things that I just didn't even realize that I've had to like teach myself or learn and and be more aware of because yeah, Vashon for being liberal is still so small and so white and so like, yeah. You you know yeah. what I'm saying. Do yeah. You, do you know what the app Randonautica is? Yeah. So it's like I like to tell people it's kind of like the app version. This is I feel like this might be a bad example, but I describe it as like the app version of like a Ouija board almost. Kinda. Like you kind of put like your energy on what you want to do, and then it sends you like a random location to go to, right? Yeah. And how much of it is real? Or are you just like thinking that something's gonna happen, and then you expecting something to happen, and then you and kinda, then it happens. Yeah. yeah. But like, for example, like um, when those like body parts and sh- suitcases showed up um, in West Seattle a couple of years ago, yeah. like people who found it were using Randonautica. But basically, Crazy. I used Randonautica. One of the last times I was on Vashon, I used Randonautica. On Vashon? Yeah. And it literally took me to this like into the, the woods and there were like pots and pans and baby dolls and baby doll oh heads. Oh my God. Like <laughs> hanging the... from like the tree branches. I've never and seen this. that. I was on like, Vashon. holy fuck. <laughs> that was just for you. Yeah. <laughs> that was the app. Yeah. I've never seen that. I've never gotten like a creepy vibe from Vashon really. Mostly, well, okay. Well, Sean is disagreeing with me oh, there. Yeah. 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 That sounds horrifying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it does seem like the home, the houseless people yeah. on Vashon. It feels like. From my experience, it seems like they're more part of the community than just being like shunned. Totally. I think I think it depends. But like I think uh, as a community, everybody tries to make sure everyone's good. Um, I'm sure that a lot of I'm sure that there are a lot of like missteps and people that do go under the radar. And I also know that like our houseless community is statistically higher than I think I thought before I actually learned about the statistics, because I think if you. Technically, you qualify as being like a houseless person if you're living without plumbing or if you're mm. living in an RV, but you don't like live there all the time. Like, so you don't have to necessarily like be on the street to be considered. So I didn't realize how many people we had that were in that situation. Yeah. But I do think like we have um, up there, they have like food banks and like, yeah. you know, if I don't think anyone would starve to death if 
I don't think people would let that happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that that is kind of nice. Yeah. You know? There we go. Yeah. I think it's also funny that there's, I could nerd out about you with Vashon like all day. Yeah. But also last thing about Vashon, it's funny that there's only one chain on Vashon, the subway. And yes. the rest is like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a culture shock, actually. <laughs> Coming, I used to be... Okay, because from <laughs> from be, living until I was 10 in Portland. Yeah. So I was like child in Portland. Coming to Vashon, I wanted like Taco Bell and like Jamba <laughs> Juice. Those were like the two things I literally craved. I would like be up at night and I'd be like, I just want Taco Bell. And like, that is not a possibility. Uh, <laughs> you can't get things postmated because they'd have to yeah. take the ferry. That is not it. And uh, Gemma actually and Girl Band Productions yeah. was up on Vashon to help me film a video yeah. like last week. And that was, it was like 8 p.m. And they were like, so what like what food should we get and i was like oh no everything is closed yeah. and they were like oh okay and i was like yeah sorry <laughs> about that we can make some pasta or something <laughs> like i felt i we ended up finding like the one place that was still open it was like a pizza place yeah. but yeah that has been a culture shock and then there's like one lady that ubers there's like she's one not Uber even driver. there anymore oh, no! <laughs> like, no, you're fucked if you don't have a car and the bus is running late like you're you're stuck oh, on vashon forever yeah. so would you consider yourself like like a Portland artist or a Vashon artist or a Seattle artist? Oh my gosh. Or... I always am like Pacific Northwest based <laughs> Maya. Portland, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, for right now, even though all my friends are in Seattle, um, except for my one friend, Hazel. Uh, Hazel, nice name. She's, yeah, she's TikTok famous and she's also an artist. Does she have hazel eyes at least? She has brown eyes. Okay, close enough. Right? Close enough. I have hazel eyes, so nice. I kind of got that for her maybe it works out <laughs> we can be matching in that way yeah but all of my friends are in seattle besides her really and then uh definitely would not consider myself a vashon artist though. yeah, yeah, yeah people would be like who where who, what is what? that yeah so do you do you push on tiktok then or do you have like a tiktok following or i mean i try i think that my social media could definitely be amped up i keep mm. kind of waiting for the day that something goes super viral and then i'm gonna be yeah. like in you know because i feel like once you're in you can definitely ride that wave um but yeah i wouldn't say i have like a big tiktok following at mm. all and you're not are you really considered like part of the seattle music scene really like are you part of like a music scene or just like you know some of you know Gemma? yeah Gemma's. i don't yeah gemma has been on the podcast yeah. or like video production music video stuff and then they are connected to some artists also some who have been on the podcast even um but like even Gemma is kind of in her own community i don't know i think she's taking a lot of steps like she was just on belltown bloom yeah the girl band did that yeah. whole thing so i think they're taking some massive leaps and bounds and in getting to the getting into the music scene and i feel like totally maybe not even a couple years maybe a couple months if like the the push they're doing they'll definitely be like a statement in the Seattle music scene. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but, well, for sure. I feel like yeah. already that's like starting to happen for them. So what's that like for you? Would you say so would you consider yourself in the music scene or just like you know some artists? Independent, Mige. Like yeah, I think I have my foot in the door with okay. the with that specific Seattle music scene. Like those people, I'm like homies with them, and like I'm. I think I am gonna start to try to like play more shows in the Seattle area too. I'm. Mm. I'm planning something secret in uh, later this summer. Nice. But uh, 
I'm also trying to get more into the Portland music scene too. Like I have a show, my like EP release show is um, later this month on the 20, uh, 22nd. Is yeah, that, and that's the May. release, the actual release of yeah. the Yeah, well the release is coming on May 21st and then of Star Fairy, my EP. Ooh. And then uh, the show, the release show is happening May 22nd. Uh, in Portland so I am trying yeah I'm like I'm like okay like things are opening up I'm gonna try to get more in the scene um but yeah I kind of I kind of do feel that way that's like an interesting observation that I haven't really thought about before I'm like definitely I'm kind of like free agent and then at parties when I'm in Seattle everybody like you even thought I was from LA everybody's always like aren't don't you live in LA? Like don't you live in oh where are you from? Like people don't ever know that I'm from Portland because it's just kind of like random that's wild yeah so yeah let's let's talk about your new your new ep yeah let's do it matthew woke mastering mastered it yeah he did that's the scene that i'm in i'm in (laughs) matthew Matthew. has literally mastered every single thing that i've released on my own Uh, or like since you know oh my god i got it no i didn't that's a fairy right there i got it that's a fairy (laughs) that there it is folks wait before we get into your music actually have you seen any like fairies or anything have you seen anything magical before like, do you believe in like aliens yes. or any weird shit? Yes, I do. I think I believe in like star seeds, aliens. I think a lot of people are aliens. I think that's definitely true. And then, yeah, I feel like I've seen fairies too. Really? I bet mermaids are probably real as well. I've never seen one, but I bet they are. Who did I just have a discussion with? Oh my God. I just had a discussion with someone about like where the mermaid's vagina would be. I think, where do you think it would be. It'd be in their tail. At like the very bottom of their fins? No, it would be in the middle. Where do fishes? Do fishes have vaginas? Do fishes have vaginas? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm flustered right now. I've never thought about this before. Maybe mermaids are actually upside down. And we've gotten it wrong this whole time. We're like, they're so pretty, (laughs) but maybe they're actually like top is fish and then the bottom is like human legs. Oh gosh, yeah, we've never seen. We've never seen one. We just have like (laughs) legs. We've never seen one, so we never know. (laughs) Someday we'll find out. So I actually did an episode about, what was it? Yeah, star seeds and indigo children. I Because I have a conspiracy podcast and that's like, that's actually one of my, my, oh my most popular podcasts. What is it called? It's called the BBC Podcast. So it's like a play on words because me and my co-host are both black. And oh, no. um, Brian, so his name is Brian Barnett. I'm Blake Burton. So it's Blake Burton and Brian Barnett Conspiracies. There's a lot of double oh. entendres going on with the name. But it does actually really well. And the Star Seeds episode is like one of our most successful episodes. That is so interesting. We have yeah. to listen to that episode going back. Because oh. I feel like I listen to... I I am so subscribed to oh, Star Seeds yes. and that whole ideology. I'm like, I think it's so interesting. Like people have put it in their like YouTube playlist and stuff, so it gets a lot cool. of play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I totally believe in that. But have you seen like? So you have you've seen like? Have you seen weird? She said. I feel like I've fairies. seen fairies and I've seen ghosts for sure. Really? Ghosts for sure, dude. But fairies, yeah, I feel like I'll like walk. I will say I do have glitter on my eyes at like all yeah. times, so you know it could be that. Does it get in your eyes or like? No, eyeball? I'm like I got it. I got it on lock. I got okay. I got a system. It's I gets on my boyfriend a lot. <laughs> He's sighing over there, covered <laughs> in glitter. Just... Our sheets. So there's that. But my eyes are always perfect. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> they're they're comfortable. Um, but I do think, especially on Vashon or like yeah. in nature, there have totally been times where I've been like walking through and I'll like see something fly by and I'll kind of look and it'll look like a little fairy and then it'll just be gone and I'm like, oh. hmm, 
But I, you know, I think that if you believe in those things, then you're more likely to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a ghost story before we, then we'll get into the album. I'm very interested. In this I have thing. one. Okay. Um, well, there's a lot that I could tell from like my parents' perspectives, but my first one, that's like, yeah. I stand by it. You're going to laugh probably. It was yeah. a ghost cat. Oh. And yeah, yeah, there's a chuckle there. No, it was a ghost cat. And I was, it's real. It happened. I was four years old. We were living in a haunted house and my dad, we had these like stairs that went from like outside yeah. into the basement and it, my dad uh. had to like run into the basement, into the house, like to change laundry or something. I don't remember. But he was <laughs> like, here, you just sit here. He like left the door open. I was, I was like, fine. I was like sitting on the stairs. And then all of a sudden this cat, this like orange fluffy cat. Garfield. Everyone fucking says that. Yeah, like the, the the real version of Garfield ran out like super fast, like way too fast for it to be real and like ran through me. And I was like, whoa, what just happened? And then I looked at my dad and I was like, he like came out and I was like, daddy, what cat was that? Like, that's not, that wasn't one of our cats. And he was like, what are you talking about? And then he looked down and he was like, what happened to your knee? And I, I looked down and I had this trail of blood just going down my knee, like this one line of just Jeez. blood. So I started freaking the fuck out because I was a kid and then he like cleaned me up and stuff. It was not a big yeah. cut, but I still have the scar from it. It was like this, like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like right here. Wow. Yeah. So that was a ghost cat. Definitely, Jeez. definitely real. Ghost um, cats. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, let's get into this album now. So yeah. Um, what's the title of it again? Star Fairy. Star. Star fairy. hyphen fairy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Tell me about it. What was this? This your first ever project? It is. It's my first EP. And are you nervous about? Are you excited? I'm you think you've accomplished really everything you want? Excited for it. Yeah. I so um. It's six songs. Some of them have been released already. One of them, Sparkly, is remastered, remixed and remastered and re-recorded as mm. well. So like it's a familiar song, but it's better. It's like Sparkly 2.0. Yeah. Uh, and then there's some new songs on there that have never been heard before. And I'm really, ex I feel like it's the, for who I am right now, it's like the blend of like everything that kind of makes me me as an artist. So I'm yeah. excited to kind of feel understood and also excited because I think the songs are really good. Hell yeah. And where, where did you record at? Several different places. So um, some of them were recorded at the Ruby Room in Seattle. <gasps> Elon? Elon did Autumn Vibes. And then oh. Talea Logan did my other ones. Oh, wow. She is awesome. She Do was you know on the her? podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Talia is fucking dope. Both and so is Elon. So they did a lot of it, and then uh, I recorded a couple in Portland with um, Tobias Burblinger at Singing Sands, which is also really dope too. Nice. Yeah. So that's where it was recorded, and then I had my friend Angelo and Nick Casey <gasps> both work on mixing. Is that Stella Mars guy? Yeah. Oh my gosh, shout dude! Out Nick. I yeah, Nick Casey is also mm. so awesome. His production and mixing is so good. So yes. they're they're like when I said earlier. I'm like getting into a little bit of a music community with yeah. friends, like Stella and Nick. Those are like. Do you know Tabron yet? Yeah, I just I love, met. I, I just Tabron. met Tab. Yeah. Um. So all of those people, I'm kind of like starting to be like, hi. Oh. But yeah, so they mixed it. Matthew mastered everything. There's production by a ton of different artists. Um, Nick is one of them. Angelo, my friend, uh, Laurentis is the other. Uh, Monita, she's like a high vibe artist. Nice. She did one, and then uh, Eli Jonathan did one. Um, yeah, and it's. I think my tagline for it is to make people feel like the main character. Like oh. every song, they're all very different. They're all very multi genre, 
but they're all very lyrically led and vocally led and they all have main character energy. Hell yeah. That's kind of like Breakdown what I think I just recently learned about this main character. Main character uh theory. Breakdown the main character. It's just the era that you're in when you feel like when you listen to a song or watch a movie or put on an outfit and you're like I feel like the main character in a movie right now or you know when you're a kid and like it's raining and you're in the backseat of a car and you like look out the window and you like pretend you're in a sad music video that's main character energy it's like the energy that you are the main character of your life Mm -hmm. and you don't have to be a dick about it because that sucks but like you can be in your main character energy and and I can be in my main character we can all be our own main character and that's really what I'm trying to emphasize with the album i feel like nice it's very cinematic i have something about that though i uh i i think a lot about like you know like how some people are like uh what is the right word they they their job kind of comes off as they're the one that pushes another person forward right they're Mm. like like this someone sometimes is like a stepping stone for someone else to succeed yeah do you think that might be considered being like a side character if you're not the one who ever gets the shine, but you're actually, you end up pushing someone to be the best they are. Yeah, I think you can do that and still be the main character in your own mm-hmm. zone too. Like I I am so like sister and community oriented that I like to see everybody shine, but yeah. I'm still, I think main character energy comes from within you mm-hmm. more so where you are in the public eye because i think if you're feeling like the main character and you're rocking your like highest confidence yeah everything else is you're gonna radiate that energy and then people are gonna be like damn like that's the main character of their own thing you know so i think you can push people up but i think you can also in doing that push others up as well like um yeah like you with your podcast right like you. you help yeah you help push others up you like give people a platform to talk about their thing but like it's your podcast like that's yeah. Blake's podcast so you're the main character but like also the people that you have on are like the main character of the episode you know or like Shit. with Gemma yeah. like yeah with Gemma like she they like take the girl band in general like takes um pictures of people helps with their production so that artist is the main character but in that artist's head girl band productions is the one to go to to like make your videos and stuff so i don't know i think you by helping others you can still be in that zone hell yeah yeah so as an independent artist who hasn't really connected with the seattle music scene yet mm-hmm. from my experience with talking with artists it seems like they find producers and engineers from doing shows or whatever and connecting with people yeah. how did you come about finding um things like production studios or like elon totally. or, or matthew or anything like that it's all been like connections, honestly. Um, Anna Thompson, mm-hmm. I remember I posted like, hey guys, when I was doing Sparkly, because that was my first like debut song mm-hmm. um, by myself, like my solo song. I was like, who does your mastering? And I just posted on Instagram mm-hmm. and like Anna Thompson swiped up, which was super nice of her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my God, you have to use Matthew. So then I was like, cool, Anna's songs sound awesome. I'm going to hit up Matthew. And then he's just been super accessible ever since. And it's kind of stuff like that. Like okay, wow. literally it's been, it was really scary at first, yeah. but I just put stuff like on Instagram or ask kind of my friends and be like, what do you do for this? Like who helps you? And then usually people don't gatekeep. Yeah. And if they do, I don't know that they are because, you know, they're not telling me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. usually people share their resources and I try to do the same thing. Now, if people ask me, I'm always like, this is how I did it. And this is what I'm doing. And this is how I got my streams because I just feel like it's good, like 
karma and then you make connections you make friends and it just kind of keeps growing yeah and i met elon through um a vashon connection actually wow yeah someone i like posted something like hey does anybody know some cool like vashon or seattle recording studios and uh my friend ginger like dm'd me personally and she was like elon at the ruby room that's my family like i've grown up with him you should definitely hit him up and then you know, the rest is history and then he ho- hooked me up with Talea and it just kind of dang you know so many people with interesting names ginger hale your, I hazel know. your I name's re- maya with a j like <laughs> you're out maya here maya with a j all of my siblings too have super silly names yeah which is, yeah very very like fairy family for uh, sure <laughs> have you ever dressed up as a fairy for like halloween you mean yesterday <laughs> yeah i'm like you mean right now <laughs> every day of my yeah, life bro oh my i just personify that's why personify. the ep i just that's why the ep is star fairy it's yeah. all, so my real name is maya anastasia sanson frey like sanson hyphen frey okay and uh apparently frey when i was fairy that's yeah, what i say. i know so apparently when i was like five or six or whatever um my teacher told my family that people would ask, she would be like, what's your full name? What's your full name? And I would always change it every time. I would say, Maya Sanson Flower, Maya Sanson Fairy, and uh-huh. change it every time. And I just learned that story, and I was like, whoa, that's hella fitting. And so Star Fairy was just going to be Star Fairy, because yeah. that's like my aesthetic. I love the stars. I love star seed ideology, astrology, glitter. And then also the fairy thing, and I realized like, it's like Maya's album, and yeah. then it's like Star Fairy, so it's M S F Maya Sanson Frey. Oh wow! So I put the hyphen in between to be like, that's like me. It's like oh. Maya Star Fairy S F. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, thank you. And what made you decide to go with like your government name versus like some crazy name? My like, government name, like Fairy or something, as your stage name. Dude, it <laughs> it could very well change because there are so many Mayas. Shout out at the beginning of this episode. Maya Manzer. <laughs> help um <laughs> uh, seriously we're gonna be best friends or enemies so yes. you know you gotta <laughs> gotta make her like me please like um but uh i think just my name is so weirdly spelled yeah. you know and i was i remember my grandpa who just died actually rest in peace oh my but gosh. Cute. he actually this is so cute yeah i remember being like 10 yeah. and he was like he came up to me and he was like your name is special enough as it is. Like he was telling me the spelling and he was like, if you want to be famous, because I always have, he's like, you keep your name. So that's that's why it's where it's at right now. And his name was Gandalf, right? Or his something? name was Gandalf. No, actually, uh, <laughs> we called him Grandpaya because my name was Maya and I was the first grandchild. And it was spelled G-R-A-N-D-P-A-I. J A H. So every time we talk about it, it's like Grandpa, like my name too. Lord. Yeah. So, what song off your album is your favorite, and which one do you think is going to be uh, the listener's favorite? Good question. I actually put out a little quiz, like one of those um, magazine, like teeny bop quizzes that you like follow down the line. And by far, I think that my song "Magnetize," which mm-hmm. is completely new, kind of written for the EP that's going to be the favorite. I just already know. I can tell. It's all about like sisters. That's the one that my sisters yeah. are in. Bad bitch energy, <laughs> main character energy, like very, very sparkly, very like Doja Cat inspired. My favorite flip flops, but I think I like cinnamon right now. It's Ooh. very like, um, it gives me like the weekend vibes, kind of very cinematic, like siren energy, but magnetized is for sure going to be the favorite. Hell yeah. Yeah. Was well, there anything else you want to touch on? I don't know. Um, Stream Star Fairy, 
come to my show, hit me up so I can have a community of uh, musicians and not just be my own free agent. Yeah. Um, and don't physically smoke your crystals. Yeah. When you're charging them. That's some good advice. That's not gonna, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. And that's it. And what is something you want to tell yourself in for the near future when you're looking back on this? How not in the near, near future. future. How... Maybe far future. <laughs> Why did I say it so far? Far future. Far future. <laughs> Maya, you are so cute and I'm so proud of you for putting yourself out there and for working on this. And I'm so happy that you kept working on it because now that I'm an A-list celebrity and Grammy winner and Oscar winner, I just feel so grateful for your hard work. So love you. Hell yeah. And what is the easiest way for people to, to reach you? It's Maya Music um, is my Instagram handle. Uh, M-A-I-J-A-H Music. I always have to say that on the phone when I'm talking to people. So yeah, at Maya Music or uh, you can also email me, mayamusic at gmail.com. There we go. Yeah. This has been the NAS podcast with Maya. And we did it.